Genre. Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future, part three, one Calvary-filled minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And joining us this week from Belated Media, Michael Barrity. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Today, we are going back to minute 21, which begins with the Pohatchi riding off toward the cliffs and ends with Marty pulling an arrow out of the DeLorean. And uh, it's, it's <laughs> last, last minute, um, you know, last week on Friday, we struggled uh, to find things to talk about <laughs> with minute 20 because it was basically just the Pohatchi chasing Marty into a cave and that's pretty much it. And um, this is kind of the sequel to that because it's just uh, the Calvary chasing Marty back into a cave. Well, it is the uh, very next minute, Scott. Right. Well, I just, it's, it's just funny how similar the two minutes are. Um, it broke down almost like ridiculously perfect. Um, it's just going to show that Marty is afraid of everything. Yeah. Yeah. His, <laughs> his line shit, the Calvary. I, you know, the thing that I we've noticed having gone through so much of this trilogy now, minute by minute, that uh, these actors have an uncanny ability to say dialogue that any other actor wouldn't be able to say naturally. Um, I mean, the stuff that Christopher Lloyd spits out in these movies and makes it somehow sound natural is pretty unbelievable. I'd say this is one of the few times that uh, Michael J. Fox says a line that he doesn't quite nail. It sounds I, rather exposition-y. Yeah. Yeah. Um, whereas when he shouted Indians in the last in the last minute, that's kind of like a classic line. But yeah. um, this one's a little rough. I think. It was very, uh, it was very, uh, I, I'm getting a lot of like shaggy vibes in these past <laughs> couple of minutes. Yeah, he he's more frazzled. Mm -hmm. Um, so I will say, uh, the uh, the way the DeLorean looks because it's covered in dust, it kind of looks like it almost looks like it's made of copper, mm -hmm. which I'm kind of into. And now I want to see a copper DeLorean. I'm sure there's like a steampunk version of the DeLorean. Like, oh, I mean, right. it runs on steam at the end as a train. Right but like a fully steampunked out uh, sort of copper and brass and all that sort of fun stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like a fun Some, visual. Somebody's had to have made that, you know, made, oh, like rigged that up somehow. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, on on the just like uh, copper sort of thing, I do love the reveal of the cavalry uh, the and the horizon line that is there of just those red rocks like it's mm -hmm. some gorgeous scenery some great open nature oh uh, yeah i mean like the the shot I'm, I'm going to it now the shot of him like standing on the like watching the the cavalry recede into the mountains it, like in a different context is actually kind of beautiful yeah like 
it, it's almost like Luke standing, like staring at the twin tattooing sons. He's like, "Come back." Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love that they have at least thirty-five men on horses right there, charging <laughs> at Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention the the you know forty or so Native Americans past that, um, in that uh, in that bigger wider shot. Yeah, just wrangling a bunch of folks on horses to just charge at Michael J. Fox. <laughs> it's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, I also that shot that you were talking about, uh, Nick, where he's kind of looking off into the distance. I mean, that's that's straight up a John Ford shot. I mean, that's a that's definitely Zemeckis, you know, calling the recalling the searchers. You know, it's a um, bummer. It's a bummer that this is the closest we've gotten yet to a Zemeckis Western. I was just thinking that like I, I was r- right now. I mean, we get his World War Two drama coming out soon, Allied. Mm-hmm. But like he doesn't go. I'm trying to I'm really racking my brain. Are there any like major period pieces that Zemeckis has done? Well, Roger Rabbit technically is like yes. his, he, he has a habit of, he never just, Allied is interesting because it's sort of just a period piece. Right. Whereas, mm-hmm. he, whereas like with Roger Rabbit and Back to the Futures. and Their he, genre yeah, stuff. Like, yeah, they're kind of like stealth period pieces. Right. Yeah. For, um, Forrest Gump is probably another kind of weird example of a stealth period piece. Yeah. Right, yeah. Because it's got like a war map. drama ju- like dropped in the middle of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the cool uh, Scott and I both saw Allied for our uh, our Patreon exclusive podcast where we like discuss every we went through the whole filmography of mm-hmm. Robert Zemeckis and um, it's as much kind of like a love letter to films like Casablanca or like Doctor Zivago mm-hmm. as like war movie like like it's super like melodramatic and like it's. Yeah, yeah. So that one, so yeah, yeah. Like, it, so again, like I would, I would be, it would be cool for him to do just like a straight up, like no irony western. You know. Mm-hmm. I think at that, I think at this point with his, uh, the budget, the kind of budget that Zemeckis seems to need nowadays for a movie, I don't see that budget getting approved for a western unless it was something like star-studded like uh magnificent seven seven right magnificent seven right what was the budget for the walk and allied like 30 or four i i think allied was something like around 50 million because of the stars yeah um and then jared harris demands a pretty hefty price tag (laughs) yeah exactly um and then i think i think the walk was around 30 if i'm not mistaken 30 also a period piece actually yeah technically yeah definitely actually Uh, on on box office mojo i'm looking up what magnificent seven cost its production budget was 90 million so Mm -hmm. Like what did it make, consi- if you don't mind me asking, like, uh, like, uh, like all like domestic and international. What? What was its like gross? Like its worldwide gross? If you don't mind it's me asking. Dom- its worldwide gross was one sixty one. Okay. So, like, it made it made seventy million. Modest, very modest. Yeah, not not great, especially when you take into account like how many. Ma- you know, you've got Denzel, you've got Chris Pratt, you've got Ethan Hawke, you've got like 
Vincent D'Onofrio. Vincent D'Onofrio. Like, it's a long list of stars. Was uh, it rated R? I can't remember. I mean, the rating, the rating means nothing anymore, but like... Right. I, I can't remember if... It, I remember being super violent, but I can't it's, remember if it was rated it's PG-13. R. PG-13. God, that was such a violent movie for PG-13. <laughs> did you guys see it? I did not, no. I didn't either. It's... Well, there we go. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was <well>, explanation. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. D'Onofrio sounds like... Uh, imagine like if Winnie the Pooh came back from Nom. He has a, <laughs> All right. I need to also then envision a world where he went to Nom, but you know, I can, I can do all of that. So I have, I have two other notes. Sure. One, one thing that I, I just noticed that I it just amused me was the fact that, uh, the Calvary, you know, they have that little, that little bugle trumpet, um, little theme song that uh, the Calvary have. And what, what I love about it is that they're chasing after a bunch of Pohatchee and there's the, one of those guys is just, just, just nailing that bugle. And mm-hmm. I, I just find that, I don't know. I just find that kind of charming that they, you, you know, play, play the bugle the whole time. It's our theme song, man. Like, mm-hmm. just keep it going. Did it, did it, have any of either of you ever played the bugle? Like, did you go to like summer camp and have to like wake people up? The most, as far as musical instruments involving my lungs are concerned, was a recorder in like elementary school. Nice. And, Same. And that was. I played the as, clarinet. Oh, okay. So that was, that was the evolution of it. Yeah. Cause like every time I watch like a Civil War movie or like a drill camp movie, or like a summer camp movie and there's like a kid playing the bugle there's like no knobs or or nubs or valves but they're able to is it, is it just like you just breathe is it all in the breath like to make the, the and noises? a bugle's kind of like a french horn right as far yes. as construction goes yeah like size and shape yeah but I it's mean, always just like a little fat kid blowing into it with like one hand so i'm like how do you you just make the noises I suppose it's a little bit like a shofar where like different notes are able to be gotten through that. And that's just a ram's horn. Right. Uh, (laughs) I want to watch a summer camp movie where like a little fat kid is blowing a ram's horn. I mean, (laughs) any any like Jewish summer camp would probably have something like that. Okay, I was thinking something like, you know, come to the temple of Dionysus. Oh, yeah. No, that one would work. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I, I, I couldn't help but look up cause I was curious about the history here. Cause it seemed like the Calvary were in, um, union outfits mm-hmm. and I was like, I, I wonder like what was going on between native Americans and, uh, you know, cause the civil war was, you know, 10 years gone at this point, 20 years gone. Right. And so I was, I was wondering like what the government was doing with, Native Americans at this point. So I looked up the history of um, American Indian Wars. And in California, they had pretty much driven most of the Native Americans out during the California Gold Rush, which was like 20 or 30 years prior to the uh, Civil War. And then after this drove out south, north, uh, north, drove out north. Um, drove out north and uh, tour, I, I presume some south, probably toward Mexico, but mostly north. And then uh, the few that were left 
um, they got rid of through like uh, the 1860s and 70s. So at this point, I what this the the Pohatchi are either stragglers that they just happened to find and somebody tattled on, like tattled to the government about, or 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 they have been chasing the Pohatchi across I don't know how many miles. Guys, I know this is a stretch, but I'd I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this to the table. Okay. What if both parties that Marty saw were ghosts? (laughs) Uh, Do you have a more longstanding theory about Marty in relation to ghosts running through this trilogy? (laughs) No, this is, I think, I believe this is the first time I've ever mentioned ghosts in this this franchise. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about George's possible dead parents that he murdered, but other than that. Yeah, but that's more of like a ghost of the mind. (laughs) Right. Right. Like, Norman Bates' mom isn't a ghost in Psycho, it's just like haunting Norman's mind, right? Right. Right. I mean, the biggest thing there is like, the... So how is it that the, these Indians have been going about as long as they have? And and really, I mean, the cavalry has to be pretty bad at their job if these few straggling uh, tribes are, like, giving them as much of a hard time as it seems that they are. Maybe it's like a Team Rocket Pikachu situation where... Like General Grant was like, no, you don't get to come back until you drive those Pahatchee out of California. So this and is like the worst of the worst of the cavalry. And yeah. they're just like, oh, we have to get them. But they had a hot air balloon this time or whatever. Pahatchee always getting away. They're like they're like Pahatchee trolls. Like they just like run into town, like cause trouble and then get chased out by the cavalry. So they're like the Mongolians in South Park. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. Uh, their flag know. is like a big old shark bite out of it. Yeah, I think that was the style then. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware. Not yeah. great flag upkeep. <laughs> well, yeah. I think I think it had like it has that little triangle on one side of it, right? Like it. I think that I, I, I don't know what the history is. I didn't look up that, but I remember I've seen flags like that before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think but, uh, it's also interesting because like at least when the charge is happening, a handful of people had to have seen Marty and none of them were curious about him. Yeah, that's the biggest jackalope I've ever seen. Or <laughs> or, or he very well could have been uh, Pohatchee like now wearing like uh settler garb yeah, obvious he, he almost kind of looks from a distance he almost would look more like a pohatchi than like a right. union soldier i mean he definitely stands out he is wearing pink and bright red <laughs> in yeah. standing across like a blue sky there's mm-hmm. no way you wouldn't see him yeah but i guess they've got to prove to the boss that they can get these Get the Pohatchee out, so. Yeah. Right. Yeah, they can't be like, well, we did find a little Canadian guy. <clears throat> Does this work? <laughs> no. Um, it, it, it's been a while, so I'll just say we get some great Marty butt about uh, 21 seconds in. <laughs> yeah. 
I I thought you might notice that. Um, I always notice. <laughs> it's a it's a good climb up that rock. Yeah. yeah. But like, I just love that shot that he sees. Like those those what what the hell do you call those formations? Like buttes? No, I don't know. But those seem like some great red rocks. Mm-hmm. I just like yeah. nature, so. That's the stuff. Yeah, you know, I'm uh, I'll well, by the time you listen to this listeners, I'll anyway, time travel's weird. But uh, as we're recording this, I'm getting ready for uh, a journey California way myself. I'll be driving from uh, Texas to uh, the town of Los Angeles. Oh, that's where I am. (laughs) Nice. And I'm I'm super looking forward to um, the drive because I've never I actually have never I've, I've lived in Texas almost my whole life, but I've never lived in um, I've never even driven through like Santa Fe or uh, Arizona. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty excited to get to see some of this landscape for the first time up close. Do you hike or any of that? You know, I, I I've done some camping in my day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely I mean, that's definitely something. I mean, while I'm, I mean, I'm planning on living in California for a while, but I want to do everything. Like, I want to go to Big Sur. I want to do PCH. I want to, I want to see all that, all that shit, all that nature <laughs> shit. <Gotcha. laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely. Excited. I have a lot of friends that hike, so I bet I'll. Are you, are you a hiker? I am a hiker, and nice. I mean, Sequoia, Yosemite, nice. uh, further up north, even Lassen, which is like a geothermal uh, national park. Very, very cool uh, and gorgeous. Nice. Um, but yes, that is, I suppose, slightly off topic, but I suppose these tangents are par for the course. You're fine. Um, oh, yeah. for, for the sake of full transparency, I feel like I need to admit that when Michael said Yosemite, the first flash of the, fl- the first image that went across my brain was uh, Captain Kirk climbing <laughs> that, that mountain <laughs> Star Trek. <laughs> I was actually thinking of Yosemite Sam. Oh, when, okay. when you said I was thinking of, I was like, he's going to say Yosemite Sam because we're on a cowboy kick. It just <laughs> right. makes sense. That I hit you with a curveball. I hit you with that that undiscovered country. Yeah. Right. Uh, so that's uh, that's all I have for this minute. Um, My- Michael, why don't you uh, tell people a little bit about uh, Belated Media in case they uh, don't know about it? Uh, it is a... Somewhat active uh, YouTube channel where I do movie reviews and top tens and most famously uh, sort of rewrote the Star Wars prequels um, to be a little more narratively rewarding uh, Mm -hmm. and also from a character standpoint. Uh, And then most recently I've sort of ventured off into creating my own stuff and my brother and I uh released a an animated pilot on the channel. Nice. Um and that's doing well as well. And it's those- very good. Thank I, you. I I watched it if like when you first dropped it and it's it's excellent. Thank I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a brown noser this early on, but uh when I was living in Chicago, uh I was kind of like I had this new third roommate uh and she was like kind of new to the group. And so it was a little bit like awkward. And one of the first things we did together is like roommate bonding was, uh, she, uh, we, we sat down and we watched all three of your, uh, what if the sequel were good videos together. And it was like our first bonding experience as roommates. 
I'm glad I could help you bond. Are you still close? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't live in Chicago anymore, but uh, we, we became good friends after that. And so when when Scott said that you were coming on the show, I was like, oh, cool. I finally get to like think how often do you get to personally think a YouTube creator for like a thing they made. <laughs> that it, Yeah, it, it's fairly rare. Um, yes. And I'm always incredibly awkward whenever anyone's like, I like your stuff. And I'm like, all mm-hmm. right. <laughs> The keyboard cat is dead, right? Isn't that video like like actually super old? Uh, is the keyboard cat on your bucket list of YouTube like celebs that you want to meet? Because I'd, I'd like to thank him. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as the ghost theme goes, I oh, think yeah, you might need to seek the ghost of that cat. Yeah. Olong Johnson's definitely dead. I know that. I mean, maybe you can find the keyboard. That'd be cool. Thank you, keyboard. In the meme museum. Yeah, the memesium. Well, uh, you guys can tell us about uh, your favorite uh, YouTube YouTube ghosts. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Who do you want to thank? Yeah, uh, go to uh, if you find our. You can find our us on uh, Facebook. We have a Facebook group uh, called the Back to the Future Minute Listener Preservation Society. It's a closed group, so you have to ask to be in. But we let in everybody. It's just to keep the riff raff out, like spam bots and things like that. Street rats. Um, Right, porn, that sort of thing. Yeah, so, I don't uh, buy that. so, so search for it on Facebook, and uh, we'll drop you in. It's a good way to uh, stay in on the discussion, and uh, you know, see fun discussion topics and memes yeah. and things like that. So, uh, we'll be on there in the meantime, and we'll be back tomorrow with minute twenty-two. Bye,